to our final episode for this season of For Such a Time as This, where we're seeking to help women display the beauty of the gospel. I'm Janelle and this is Em. Hello. We did it. We got one season done. Uh, well, we've still got one episode to go. Let's not let's not speak too soon. This could go horribly wrong. Um, ladies, thank you for journeying with us over the last six episodes. Um, it's been encouraging to see the way God has been at work, and that's our mm. prayer, that God would continue to refine all of us and make all of us more like his son. Um, tonight, ladies, we're wanting to look at the topic of sound doctrine. Uh, I think this is definitely a topic that I just think is so important and yeah. I've seen it in my own life how important sound doctrine is and this is the way we want to finish off uh, this particular series is we want women to be women in the word but women who have sound doctrine and yeah. that, that shapes our whole lives um, and so we, we know probably you've heard this right living equals right living <laughs> No, no, it doesn't. <laughs> Do you know, has really struggled. Right living begins with right thinking. Yes, good. That's, that's what you were trying to say, I think. That is what I was trying yeah. to say. Now, we don't know who said that. We've no. tried to find where that quote came from. It but, just wasn't us. No, it was not us. It's not our <laughs> we quote. We can't take credit. But it's just so good as it really sums up the truth of um, right living begins with how we think, what we believe. That's where our, um, our actions come from, stem from. And so that's so what, what is it, Janelle? Uh, no, I can't do it now. You can't put me under pressure. <laughs> right living begins with right, right thinking. thinking. That's what we're looking at today. Um, and we can all probably think of examples where, you know, we've had wrong thinking and it's then shaped our responses to, you know, different situations and our behaviours. And so we want yeah. to spend some time talking about this topic tonight. Yep. And actually, Janelle, you kind of alluded to it when you were opening up there, but you said you've had times in your life where wrong thinking did lead to wrong living like yeah. can you have you got an example of that to share with us my life no, <laughs> <laughs> no. Erase, quite, start again <laughs> that's right no um look i think you know as you would know there was a significant proportion of my life where i just had wrong thinking about who god is um and it led to to wrong living in the sense that um, for many years I struggled with assurance of salvation and mm -hmm. it wasn't because I knew the doctrine and then chose to ignore it it's just I didn't know it I didn't right. know the truth of what God says about assurance of salvation and so for many years I remember I used to have the picture you know if I shut my eyes I would see two hands and you know one would be God the big one and <laughs> mine but if I let go I'd fall away right. and so for years and years I lived with the assumption that you know if I if I that I that I could lose my salvation that I could um, that God would let me go and mm -hmm. I didn't know the truth that he who saved me would keep me um, and just as a quick aside when I first joined Sovereign Grace and um, you you and Dave knew none of my story no. right when it began, um, but I really struggled um, with thinking that God would let me go. Um, Dave often used you know people's names yeah. in his sermon, mm -hmm. and I was right down the front of Norman Hurst boys. Yeah, um, still does. He still likes to do that now and again. <laughs> um, I was right down the front, and Dave had been using different people's names. And at one point, he looked over to me and he was like, "And Janelle." The God who saved you is the God who will keep you. Mm -hmm. And for me, it was just this turning point of, you know, I bawled my eyes and cried yeah. for the rest of the sermon. But um, um, it was just that turning point of God starting to show me the truth of Scripture. And then that affected everything um, because I think 
until that point, I lived with fear. Um, I, I lived in this workspace mentality that I had to read my Bible. I had to go to church. I had mm. to serve. Otherwise, I'd fall away. Yeah, um, right. yeah. And I had to do all these things. It's a hard way to live. It is. Yeah. It's exhausting. tiring. Yeah. It's exhausting. Mm-hmm. And it's fearful. Mm-hmm. Um, and so yeah. I think, you know, for a long time, I just didn't know the truth. You know, know the truth and the truth will set you free. Yeah. Um, and as God started to show me the truth of Scripture, and as I actually started to let people in, that's always helpful. Um, yeah. But as I started to receive teaching and counsel and all that kind of thing, it just led to joy. It led to assurance. It led to peace. Um and so, yeah, that's probably a long-winded version of yeah, that's great. Yeah. Mm-hmm. <laughs> you know, where I've seen false doctrine or not understanding truth uh, manifest itself mm. um, in my life. Um, and yeah. so what is sound doctrine? What do I mean? I think doctrine, doc, doctrine, <laughs> now I can't speak, yeah. <laughs> is one of those words as Christians we kind of throw around, but I mean, sometimes maybe we don't necessarily know what we mean by that but literally doctrine just means the principles on which we build our lives it's the teaching it's the content of what we believe so in in some ways because people might say oh I'm not really into doctrine or I don't really have a doctrine we all have a doctrine we all have principles on which we build our lives it's just what shapes that is it the bible or is it uh, our friends and our family or our culture or the tv you know what yeah. is it that shapes our lives but yeah when we talk about doctrine we're literally just saying okay what are the principles we live by what is it that the teaching that we believe that we let shape our lives so what do we mean by the term sound doctrine which is what paul exhorts titus to in titus 2 verse 1 where he says but as for you teach what accords with sound doctrine um the esv study bible is actually really helpful here and it defines the term sound doctrine as meaning to live in a way that will affirm rather than deny our claim to know god so for us to live in accordance with god's word to hold fast to the truth it teaches and to live them out our lives should look different to the unbelievers around us so sound doctrine simply means to live out the truths of scripture in a way that points people to god that to affirm our claim to know god and that makes the gospel attractive to those around us um, and, you know, I guess I've given a practical example of how sound doctrine is important. Yeah. But why is having sound doctrine important? Well, yes, I think as, as we've said, and, and as is the kind of heading for this episode is right living begins with right thinking. It's so important because the way we think affects, affects our lives. So, um, and I think too, like when we have sound doctrine, when we when we when our thinking is shaped by the truths of Scripture, it helps us understand who God is. It helps us it understand who we are in yeah. light of who He is. Um, it helps us then to understand the world. Like I think so often, sometimes it can be tempting to understand Scripture through the lens of the world, yes. but we need to understand the, the world, world through the lens of Scripture. Yes, that's good. Um, and so we need to have sound doctrine in order to be able to view things correctly and rightly. Yeah, that's right. And I think so uh, culturally we're so far away from what the Bible teaches these days. I mean, like like 100, you know, 70, 100 years ago, I think culture would have been very in line with what the Bible teaches. But for us these days, we're moving further and further away from that. And I think we see that um, God tells us that's going to happen in Scripture. If we look at uh, 2 Timothy 4, Um, verses three to four it says this it says for the time is coming when people will not endure sound teaching but having itching ears they will accumulate for themselves 
teachers to suit their own passions and will turn away from listening to the truth and wander off into myths. And I think, gosh, when I read that verse, I'm like, that is exactly what I would say our world is like. That is where we're at. We, we're not looking to the Bible for the truth. We want to, we want people to tell us what we already believe. We want people to confirm what our beliefs are about different things and our values. And I think, sadly, you know, we can probably bring to mind friends who once confessed Jesus Christ as yeah. Lord and Savior, who once said, you know, the Bible is the Word of God, and yet different passions, different things have arisen, and they've chosen to mm. to not believe the truth of yeah. Scripture and not apply the truth they of Scripture. They believe in the lies. Yeah, yeah. they mm-hmm. are. Um, and so, yeah, we want to be people who are, are grounded in Scripture. And yeah. I think just as an aside, um, like Titus I always like your aside, yeah, <laughs> Just, you know, that could be my quote-unquote for the um, for the series. Yeah. Um, like if we just move on to the next book in the Bible and look at Titus, which we spent, you know, a whole session looking at Titus 2. Um, you know, at the beginning of the Titus 2 passage, it says, but as for you, teach what, what a cause with sound doctrine, and then looks at older men and older women. Um so that the word of God may not be reviled. Yeah. Um, you know, so, and I think that's so important, but also to a few verses up, um, when, um, when, um, Paul is giving instructions to the elders, um, he says he must hold firmly to the trustworthy word as taught so that he may be able to give instruction in sound doctrine and also to rebuke those who contradict it. Mm. And I think that's where I'm just so thankful for the church that we're a part of and for our pastors because they do teach us what is in accord with sound doctrine. Um, And so we are so privileged on a Sunday to be hearing truthful teaching and teaching that aligns with biblical principles Mm. um and so we shouldn't take that for granted um but you know so something that you know we need to be encouraging our pastors to keep going to keep Mm. spending the time working out what scripture says Mm. and to teach it faithfully which i know is why they do expository preaching in that way because then they have to teach what that book of the Bible says they can't just go through and pick different passages that they might like, that they might um, feel is going to say what they want to say to the church. They actually go through books of the Bible um, line by line, verse by verse, so that they have to teach the whole counsel of God as it as it stands, which is, as you said, so important. Mm-hmm. And it is important, I think, I think we've all heard that saying, we are what we eat, like in terms of physically we are what we eat. If we sit there and eat donuts and cream cakes, like unless your name's Dave, he seems to get away with it a little bit. I know. <laughs> so you know, eight people like that that can just eat what they like and still stay slim. But for most of us, we are what we eat. If we eat rubbish, we put rubbish and junk into our bodies. Our bodies are not going to be fit and healthy. They're not going to be able to going to be able to be used in service to the Lord in the way they um, were designed to. And I think the same um, is true with our spiritual lives as, as well. If we're not feeding on good, healthy, biblical truths, then our lives are going to reflect that. And what's Piper's quote? Yeah, I know you're a walking quote. Quote. Yeah, quote thing I say is original. I can't at the moment. Everything <laughs> just goes in and out. But what, what Piper, he says that man's chief end is to glorify God, God and, and enjoy him. him forever. There you go. You know oh, it. Yeah, see? Me too. Um, <laughs> 
Yeah, but oh no! Now I just can't remember what I was going to say because ah. I'm so stuck on it. But you know, like, so busy trying to remember the quote, you've got the point. Well, I think too, sound doctrine also helps us understand how do we bring glory to God. Yes, you know, like that's when right. the Titus two passage says that the word of God may not be reviled. Yeah. Um, you know, we need to understand how is it that we live that brings glory yeah. to our Savior. Well, and that the word of God may not be reviled literally means that it won't be. Sp- spoken of abusively we should look different as christians um the way we talk what we talk about what we spend our time doing what we spend our finances on should all look different to the unbelievers around us they shouldn't our life shouldn't make sense to unbelievers but it should as we read in those passages it should make the gospel attractive they should look at us and see something different not because of who we are but actually who jesus is and that actually starts with sound doctrine and i'm not sure why i'm waving my hand at you janelle <laughs> she's preaching to i'm preaching, preaching to you janelle but it doesn't um, work well on the podcast and yeah and it and it makes our testimony more valid in some senses the word because our we're living out those things that we actually preach to be true yep mm-hmm. and so em is there any dangers that we need to be aware of when we talk about sound doctrine Uh, Yeah, absolutely. I think we've obviously just looked at the danger of not having sound doctrine, but I think um, having sound doctrine can lead to some dangers too. I think firstly, just the dangers of it just being knowledge, of just being head knowledge, not something And I definitely went through a season in my life when it was just head... head, Oh, absolutely. Yeah. Like I think, yeah, I just, you know, a particular period in my life where I wanted to make sure that everything I said and said not so much behavior, just everything I said was biblically true. Yeah. But that just led to a dry relationship with the Lord. It led to pride. It led to like a whole lot of different things. But anyway, keep going. Yeah. (laughs) I was just enjoying listening to you. But but the point was actually that's not, that's not the point of why God has that, has his word there for us. It's, it's not just so we can have head knowledge. It's so that we can grow to know him more, but also grow to obey him and live out, the life that he's called us to do by his grace and through his spirit. And Nicodemus is an example of this. You yeah. know, he, he, he knew he did. what the Bible had to say. Um, he did he did good, but he didn't know Jesus. No. And so ultimately, first and foremost, we need to be people who know Jesus, yeah. uh, who love Jesus. Um, and then seeking to apply that word to our lives, mm. yeah. which is a, a lifetime pursuit. I mean, we're never going to make that until <laughs> either we die or Jesus returns. And it leads back to the abide yeah. um, topic that we Absolutely. did in John 15 of abiding and spending time with him and knowing Jesus, not just knowing about him. Yeah. Yeah, and I think also the other danger is just that we can become, as, as you were saying, proud or self-righteous in in our doctrine, in what we believe. Um, like a Pharisee. <laughs> like a Pharisee, that's right. And, that, uh, like, remember, that's not the point of it. That's not how Jesus lived. When we, like, he spoke truth with grace. Mm, and with love, yeah. Yeah, and we, we definitely need to, to have that same, yeah, that same disposition. Yes, we want to speak truth to people, around us yes we want to bring god's word to our situations but we want to do that um with grace and love mm. yeah not in a self-righteous we've got it all together if only you were like me <laughs> you know what i knew kind of thing <laughs> yeah yeah That's quite unattractive isn't it well it is really and it's just not jesus it's not who he was like yes he knew the truth yes he lived the truth and he spoke the truth but he spoke it with grace and love and that's what we want to be following that example in that and so this may seem, you know, like a 
obvious question, but how do we grow in ensuring we have sound doctrine? Yeah, well, I think in, unfortunately there is no quick, easy fix for that. I know we all like fast and fast food and everything, shortcuts of things these days, but um, there is real no easy way other than just getting in your Bible, just reading God's word and studying God's word, um, using other books to help us. Like Bible doctrine is, is a good one. That's definitely one I use. There's like a really big, thick Wayne Gruden version, which is a bit of a doorstep. But there's also um, the edited version that I think I think Jeff Percival edited to make it more accessible to people like me that aren't going to sit there and read a doorstep. Um, but it's just great and just helping us understand what the Bible says and, and what sound doctrine is and the importance of it and takes us through different topics of the Bible, different categories that the Bible teaches. And, and I know that's... Want, oh, go. No, you carry on. Oh, and we never want to... We first and foremost want our port of call to be God's Word Absolutely. and be reading that. But yeah. I think our bookshop is resourced with... yeah wonderful resources that the pastors have read them all um and you know that are full of sound doctrine on different yeah. topics yeah, um so like i think of some of the books that i bought when i was a teenager and through you know i just didn't know that's right um yeah. they won't be passed on to our children no they're not on the shelf they're in the bin i think some of them um but yeah it's important that we're we're reading books that teach us sound doctrine and reinforce biblical principles yeah yeah but as i mean like as we said in our i think it was our second episode where we did older women younger women if we want to become those older women who who know god's word um who have it in our hearts that starts now yeah. it starts when we're younger like and as i said there is no shortcut we just need to be in our bibles reading god's word meditating on it memorizing scripture so that we have it in our hearts i mean what's the best way to to fight the lies that the culture is telling us is to have that that those god's words in our heart already so that when we hear something we can be like oh hey you know that that's not actually true because of what it says here in the bible whereas if we're always having to just have our bibles with us it's not always practical and yeah so we just want to be learning and meditating and growing in knowing god's word I don't like you to come out with a gem, Nelly. No, it's not a gem, oh. but like I was going to say as an aside, but I thought I should not say that. But um, every now and then, you know, when we all take our phones to the toilet, and if you don't, oh, well done. Um, but, you know, I can't believe you just admitted that to Nell. <laughs> it's important, we, you know. Um, you can <laughs> Making good use me. of your time. No, I actually <laughs> I follow a Christian lady on Instagram, and she was like, now we all take our phones to the toilet, um, oh, but funny. redeem that time and spend time reading God's word as opposed to Clicking through Instagram, but anyway, right, so that's what you're doing. Um, I was reading. Sometimes I read Solid Joys, which is the Piper little thing. Oh. Um, it's quick and easy. But yesterday's one, um, or the other day, um, he was just talking about um, when he's anxious, what does he do? And one of the verses that um, he's used. Um, now I'm reading it out of the app, so I'm not sure what version of the Bible it is, but that's okay. Um, <laughs> it's the Bible. It's exactly good. right. Yeah. Um, you know, like he was saying, you know, when he's fearful or when he's anxious, for him, Isaiah 41:10, fear not, for I'm with you. Be not dismayed, for I am your God. I will strengthen you. I will help you. I will uphold you with my righteous right hand. That he's fought anxiety with this promise over and over again. And I think just when you were saying that, it's like 
Yeah. We need to know scripture. Mm. So when lies pop into our head, when culture tells us something that's contrary to God's word, we need we need the truth of scripture to fight yeah. it. We need to, yeah. you know what? No, that's not true. This is what God's word says. Yeah. Um, and like you said, that takes time. That takes yeah. hours. Um, but it also takes community. Um, yes, like yes. I think, you know, part of growing in sound doctrine is actually having other people speak truth into our lives, yeah. um, which, you know, if you're married, uh, you know, cause we're having ladies, your husband, um, but, or, you know, if you're not, it might be your family members, it might be your gospel community. It might be an older woman if you're doing, you know, the Titus two model. Um, but having community is so important as we seek to grow in sound doctrine. Yeah, no, I think that's good. I think that's a really helpful point as well in terms of being suspicious of our own hearts and that and our thoughts and, and feelings and what they might be telling us and, and bringing people into our lives, even when we're making decisions. Hey, this is what I'm thinking. What do you Do you have any questions for me? What would you say the Bible has to speak into this? How can I best seek to make a decision in this that's going to glorify God and it's going to go well for me? And I think too, you know, we've talked about younger women. If you're an older woman too, don't ever move on from the gospel. That's right. Don't, you know, like let's be women who are continuing to go back to the gospel time and time again, not Mm -hmm. ever moving on from that um, so that, you know, we can be wise. (laughs) We can display the beauty of the gospel. That's right. And God is always... um, revealing more to us through his word we're never gonna exhaust it so you know even if we live to be i don't know 110 and we've been in the bibles every day there's always more we can learn so yeah we just want to be women that are continually being in our bibles feeding on sound doctrine that we might be healthy believers as god has called us to be and display the beauty of the gospel to those around us and I think it's exciting. God's word doesn't return to him empty. Mm, and so yeah. trusting God that he, you know, as we're seeking to store, you know, Bible, like I can, I, I just love the way kids can remember things so yeah. easily. Like often. Sponges, aren't they? they really Soak are. Up. Yeah. Um, and Whereas I'm more like a sieve, just yeah. goes in and out. <laughs> That's right. But trusting God with it. Yeah. That as we are seeking to learn scripture and apply scripture, that he who began a good work will bring it to completion. Yeah, that's right. Mm-hmm. Um, and so ladies I think we've only just you know looked at the tip of the iceberg when it comes to sound doctrine yeah. um, there is so much more that we could discuss and talk about it but our heart is for all of us ourselves included is that we would just be women who love the bible mm. um, and who build our lives on the truths of scripture and that we'd, we would be encouraging yeah. each other to do the same yeah, um, our first disposition would always be, what does the Bible say about this? Yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, and what does God say? And That's so right. thank you, ladies, for journeying with us over the last, well, six episodes, <laughs> this one yeah. included. Mm-hmm. Um, and let's be praying for one another. Let's be praying that in a world that says no to Jesus, that we would continue saying yes to Jesus, that yeah. we would... Um, that we would display the beauty of the gospel um, and live for the glory of our Saviour. Amen. Do you want to pray as we yeah, close? love to. Lord, we do thank you just for the opportunity and time that we've been able to uh, spend just examining your word and the truths that are, are hidden in it, Father, throughout this whole um, series of for such a time as this, Lord. And um, Lord, I just thank you for your word, Lord. I thank you that we have it so readily available to us but lord so often we can neglect it it can stay 
um, sat on the shelf, Father, but Lord, I pray for us as ladies that we would be women of your word, Lord, that we would be women who are in your word um, regularly, Father, feeding on it, Father. Would you um, fill our minds with truth? Would you fill our minds with sound doctrine, not so that we can just know more, Lord, but so that we can know you more and so that we can understand who we are in light of you and or, and who you've done and what you've done, and Lord, that we might understand more of who Jesus was and why he came and the difference that makes to us, Father. Would you just grow us as ladies, Father, to um, be the women that you've called and designed us to be, that we may display the beauty of the gospel to those around us. Amen. Amen. And I think um, as we were talking, you mentioned some great books, but if this is an area that you want to grow in, ladies, chat to M. Um, chat to one of the pastors. Do you like it? I just thought I've, I've given up pushing back on that one now. <laughs> Good. So. Um, um, but yeah, we've got some great resources in the um, back of the church in the the book. book thank you. It's not really a bookshop. No, it's, just you know, you know display area. cabinets. Yeah. <laughs> display no, cabinets. No, cabinets. No, it's the bookshop. There's That's some great right. resources. Um, but yeah, be asking and be reading, and um, there's always something we can grow in. And hopefully we will see you sometime early next year for Series 2 of For Such a Time as This. Thanks, ladies.